like if you look at it five, 10 years ago, there was always this talk of, hey, you know, it's all going to move digital. But, you know, every private banking institution in the world said, hey, we're going to be careful. Relationships are what matter, right? So it's about, it's about the, this personal touch with all our wealthy clients. But I think even at that time, there were a lot of ideas. There were a lot of reports, a lot of things around, hey, you know, we are going to launch all of these digital things to reduce costs or uh, offer this experience. But many institutions didn't take that step. And now it became so difficult for them to make a quick transition because essentially, you know, even for your clients who are used to a very, very different world, it's not just about putting up a quick portal, you know, with, with insights for them. It's also about making sure they understand where and how to use it, how to get involved, what's the real benefit for them. And I think that's where a lot of institutions are going to struggle who didn't make those investments or aren't planning those investments yet. The private banking industry is effectively not fit for purpose in the world as it now is. So, so I look at it slightly differently. So in my view, the private banking industry as such is important. It's still relevant for your relationship managers to be there, uh, to support you, to guide you, to advise you together with the investment managers. But essentially, I think the challenge is not to look at the digital platform as fully replacing it, but I think it, it significantly enhances the experience, right? And I think, I think that's the, the big transition. So the relevance is still there. The setup changes. It's about that just being one of your channels, but you want all the other channels too, right? So you, you know, your users still, ex- your clients still expect that they can go, they can log in, they can still look at their assets, their portfolio uh, in a comprehensive view. They can track the details. They can look at insights themselves. They know exactly why you are taking certain decisions. But at the same time, you still want that touch. So you still want to be able to chat with your relationship manager, to have a video conference, even in these situations, to be able to send them a WhatsApp message, for example. So we know a lot of our clients as well, or our customers looking at this as a more omni-channel strategy for them and something to enhance their experience for their clients rather than a replacement of the existing situation. Let's talk about this then. You mentioned WhatsApp there. The onus obviously is on the institutions. It's not on clients should not have to change. Institutions have to change to match clients and clients' needs. But if this is an omni-channel approach, surely the issue of security is going to be a key one. And you don't necessarily want to have five or six different ways of contacting a client and not being able to, to keep track of what's being said and what's being agreed, and also to do so in a secure manner. I think where we are with technology at this moment, especially from a security perspective, it's, it's really quite easily possible for an institution to support many of those channels together. I mean, that's exactly the reason why uh, I'm going to take an example from a different industry. If you look at KLM, for example, you can reach your KLM guys with your ticket details, your personal details uh, with, with, via Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, email, phone call, chat on their website. And all of this information is coming back into your same integrated support system, right? The platform that exists at the financial institutions needs to adapt to make sure that all of this data is coming into one place so you can really track your activity feed, you can track your interaction feed of when and how a user engaged with any of your employees. And all of that information with the right permissions is available and visible to the different people at the bank or the financial institution. So that, that's what's really critical there if you would support this. And we definitely see a lot of our customers going this way with enabling more and more channels because you just, you don't want your customer to choose a channel because of what you offer, but you, you need them to, or you need to be available to them in the same channels that they want to operate in or communicate with. There's a lot of talk in terms of retail banking about the age and the aging nature of core banking systems. 
and written on decades-old software. Is this a problem in private banking as well, that the, the, the systems within the banks are in need of root and branch overhaul? I mean, the generic answer would be yes. Uh, obviously, there's you know, different institutions that have maybe gone through different cycles of upgrading their technology at certain, uh, you know, a few years ago. But I still feel there's actually a big need here because for a long time, there was a big onus on, like we said, right? It, it was, private banking was a very people-oriented industry with, with less focus on technology and only you know, having certain tools to help your private and your investment bankers to help. But I think that's, that's where this transitioning is really required for many of the wealth institutions around the world because they need to be able to service their customers. And many of them feel, you know, they really explore or they really uh, find out about these issues as soon as they come across situations like COVID right now, right? So now they suddenly want to open up more digital engagement channels with their clients. And then they realize that their back office or their, their core systems are not capable to support that performance, the security needs and so on to be opened up in that way. Is digital going to be able to help with personalization of information, of commentaries to clients from a bank, a private bank? Absolutely. So uh, I, I think, I mean, we've seen examples of this over the years, right? Very, very silly, basic examples of, you know, any email you send out to uh, your clients, you don't need to send out the same report, right? In the past, you could already personalize that email. You refer to the client, you only include things that you need to. I mean, all of this has been possible for many years. And I think now it's getting to a stage where, you know, with all the tools at your hand, uh, you can, you know, for example, if you have, uh, as a wealth uh, institution, you offer an app for um, uh, looking at your profile, you can send out personalized content, really content that matters for your clients based on their needs, based on their portfolio. You don't need to standardize or send out mass mailing or mass notifications or mass content. So you can really personalize it. You can also personalize, even when you, you know, when you have institutions that move towards, for example, chatbots for like instant support during of, uh, out of office hours, et cetera. Even there, you can have a very personalized experience with the technology available these days. So simply integrating that into your digital channels can still help you offer a very, very tailored personalized experience. It doesn't need to be much more than that, right? So, I mean, at the end, the client is not expecting you to go crazy about uh, knowing everything about their life, right? That, that, that gets into this scary uh, privacy conscious, uh, you know, in this privacy conscious world. But it's more around just making sure that all the information that's clear, all the information you know, is passed on in the way you engage with your customers. So your, your clients feel like you know them, right? You know what they've signed up for and the advice you're giving is not the same advice you give to 10,000 other people that call you, essentially. Using a multiplicity of channels and, and using the channels that the client wants to use, you, this can be done in a secure way and it can also be funneled back into a bank's system Absolutely. so that the bank has understandable records. Absolutely. So, so what we've actually done, so, we've, we've, so as Backbase, we've uh, supported customers like Berenberg and others to really build out these relationship manager portals as well, where you can really look at a complete view on looking at the audit log, so to say, of all the interactions, all the interactions that are happening from your clients in any different channel, right? And, and all of that can, can easily be put into one place. And that's, that's the whole point of a digital uh, platform, right? So when we sit on top of these legacy platforms that existed uh, over the last years, we are completely getting rid of all the, the, the legacy issues you have, where exactly you couldn't take in data from other tools, other channels, and start compiling them into this one source of truth from an auditing, from a compliance perspective, because obviously compliance is big in this industry, right? Like 
You need to be sure who's given what advice to your clients at what in what channel. So all of this needs to be tracked. It needs to be easily available. And even for someone giving the next advice, can look at it quickly in this nice profile of his client uh, in the relationship manager portal to say, hey, I know that before me, my colleague gave this advice, so I better not, I shouldn't mix it up. You know, because you, you always have, based on data, you might have two or three different advisors possible, right? For, for, the, for a customer, different choices. But you would rather than make sure that you're aligned with the message that you've previously given to your client as well. From a wealth perspective, Essentially, your clients, obviously, you know, everyone will offer uh, a simple, uh, you know, overview of your assets, even some self-trading capabilities, self-serve trading capabilities. So you can make your own purchases, you can make your own investments directly. But where it goes really beyond this to make sure, uh, and I think you hit on those points earlier, uh, your relationship managers, your employees, your investment managers, they all need to be able to have a proper view of your, your clients, right? They need to be able to see the 360 profile, they need to be able to have in that same tooling, in that same platform, the integration with the real-time communication channels, like we said, they need to look at the complete uh, activity log. Uh, then there needs to be a transparent access to all the insights, performance benchmarks, etc. And I think lastly, it's really to make sure that these tools are not like, they're not looked at as, you know, those uh, like, like poor back office techie tools. I know a lot of clients we engaged with over the last years, We've seen these operational looking tools that the relationship managers and investment managers were supposed to look at to service their customers, but that's not going to help them, right? Because I always say, if you, you might invest a lot in your a fancy looking web application, a mobile application, et cetera. But at the end of the day, calling or in, interacting with any of your employees is exactly one channel as well. And that can also leave a very bad impression on your clients if that's not done correctly. But for them to be able to help you, they need to have the right tooling. They need to have the same, you know, proper user experience or user uh, yeah, UX tested portals, applications, so that everything is smooth. They can find the right things and instantly help their clients when they get con uh, contacted because they don't have much time. If they take 15 minutes to pull up the profile of a customer and try to dig around information, I mean, even if it takes five minutes, you've lost the business, right? So. It has to be instant, it has to be complete, clear, and also things like we are working on are around, for example, popping up the next best action, for example, for our relationship managers, so that even before the client has explained their issues or concerns or the need for support, you already know why they're calling, probably. And those are the kind of innovations we are really looking at as well over the next uh, months and years for our customers, and really making this very engaging, very quick, and very easy to use.